This is Women Work Wonder. I interview working women for a behind the scenes on successes and difficult lessons. Today, I'm really lucky to be joined by Elizabeth, an incredible dancer, mother, and house parent at Pearson College. Let's hear from Elizabeth. First and foremost, I'm a mom. And on the side, I'm a house parent Mm -hmm. at Pearson College in British Columbia in Canada. Uh, On the side of that, I directed the One World production this spring, whereas my training are more on that artistic performance creation side of things right now. That's way over on the just little tiny side projects. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you start as a dancer? I mean, I started taking dance classes as a three-year-old and just kind of expanded from there. I ended up for a long time as a teenager, I thought, oh, I don't want to be a dancer. You can't make a living being a dancer. There's no future in dance. And so I went off to university to study theater. I got a lot out of my, my theater education, but I really missed the movement and the dancing. So I transferred and I went and got a degree in dance. Graduated with my undergraduate and my bachelor's. And it's like, well, what do I do now? There's no career in dance. There's nothing I can do with dance. So I tried video production. I did video production for a couple of years, but I really missed dancing. Then I went back to university and got my master's in dance. Um, and I finally just said, you know, it's, I just got to try. It's now or never. And I moved to San Francisco after graduate school and, and danced and All the theater stuff that I did along the way really helped too, so that I could be working backstage when I wasn't performing on stage. What propelled you to choose that path? Dancing is just part of who I am. It's part of the core of me. And I, it's so hard to not dance. And so your work is on the stage and behind the stage as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the career part of my life journey was uh, both trying to look for performing opportunities and to pay my bills by doing the backstage work, the lighting design, the stage managing. I never really saw myself having, I guess, a traditional job. I also never saw myself living in Canada at an international school. Life just takes you on these journeys that you can never guess are going to happen. And being a house parent as well, maybe you could explain what that job entails. In brief, Pearson College is part of the United World College movement. Um, There's 200 students here from 80 different countries, and it's a very intentional microcosm of our world. Uh, Promote peace and understanding by getting to know each other. Within that context, I'm a house parent in one of the dormitories. And my role is to sort of look after 40 um, mature teenagers and just basically be an ear for listening or a shoulder to cry on. One World is this big epic show Mm -hmm. that happens every year. And it's a showcase of all of the creativity and rich cultural experiences that everyone brings to Pearson College. Mm -hmm. And the show has been happening since the beginning of Pearson College 45 years ago. And this was only my first year being the director of the show. So I stepped into an already successful form, if you will, 
I tried to bring my own touch to it mm-hmm. and I invited the students to think about what is important to you. And that's what I want the show to be about. What are the social issues that are important to you? What is the pieces of your cultural heritage that are important to you? And at the audition, I asked every single student who brought forth something to the audition, why is this important to you? Mm-hmm. That was just my way of trying to combine art making with activism. What what do we hold? What is important to us? And can we create something beautiful with that? Mm-hmm. That was actually just the follow-up question that I wanted to ask you is how you incorporated your experiences into the whole performance. The image that comes to mind right now is a braid. And you take all these different strands and you weave them together to make this ever-growing, lengthening piece of rope. All of my previous art-making, dance-making definitely influences how I direct the show. This year, I didn't choreograph um, that I've done the last two years. The dances that you make draw upon wider issues and wider themes. So why is that? Dance has been my way of processing what is happening in the world. And... Oftentimes, I use dance as my prayer, for lack of another descriptor, I use it as my prayer for how I wish the world to be, or as my way of communicating how I'm feeling about things. So it's, there's an internal process within making the dance, but that's not enough. I don't want to just have my own cathartic (laughs) experience and put that on the stage. I want to have that experience and then be able to also present something that is hopefully moving or thought provoking to the audience. Mm So like the way you and I know each other was through creating this dance that was about the migration of people at that time through Central America as they're approaching the United States border. All of the threat of violence against these people who are looking for a better life. All of that was happening while we were making the dance. And so that was both my way of processing my own emotions around that world event and also hoping to lift up and dance on behalf of them. Do you have the intention every time to touch them and change the way that they think? I don't always start with the goal of, I want my audience to think this or feel this. Um, It often starts from the place of what, what is occupying my mind these days. And of course, I hope that touches the audience and I hope that they are able to reflect as well. And part of what I love about modern dance for me is the, I can create something and I can have my intention and whether or not the audience gets my storyline that's happening isn't so important, Mm -hmm. but their ability to project onto it the meaning that they need to get. If somebody watched our dance that we made about migration, if they watched that and they had no idea what was happening in South and Central America, or if they just didn't make that connection Mm -hmm. at all. Maybe they were thinking about the migrants coming across the Mediterranean Sea. If it makes them think about any of those things, whether or not it's the specific thing that I had in mind is less important as, can I touch something in them that helps them connect with other humans? 
As someone who has little children, you've probably thought a lot about what it means to be growing up in this world. Do you have any messages specifically about your career path and, you know, what you've learned along the way? I just got a children's book for my daughter. The children's book is called May Among the Stars. The main character, a little girl, she becomes, when she grows up, she becomes the first African-American woman to go to space and become an astronaut. And throughout the book, her mom tells her, if you can dream it, if you believe it, and if you work hard enough, you can do anything. And I feel like mm -hmm. that's both simultaneously a cliche that you can do anything, but I really, I love this book because I want my daughter to get that message. I want, if there's anything for my daughter or for any young woman, if there is something you want to do, just keep saying like, what's the next step? What do I need to do next to make that happen? And I do, I believe that anything is possible. I spent some time thinking about like, what does success mean? And like success, when I was younger, success meant that I would be a choreographer on Broadway or um, I would be a famous lighting designer that all the dance companies would hire, all the well-known dance companies would hire, right? It has to be, success has to do with being well-known. And so that was my definition when I was younger. And now I think success is more about living a life that's worth living. It's about making choices that are in line with my values. Right now, my priority is being a parent. And I'm not making as much art as I used to. So my younger self might look at that and say, well, that's not successful. That's just staying at home being a mom. But now I'm saying, well, I'm making choices. And right now I'm choosing to stay home with my children. And we'll see what the next part of the journey is, whether that's continuing to be a full-time parent, whether that's making art, or maybe it's something else completely that I don't know yet. I feel like the word success means you've arrived. In life, we never arrive, right? We keep going. So success is that process. Can we do that journey with integrity and Sometimes the choices that we make are for our own good and lifting ourselves up. And sometimes our choices are about other people. When I was a single person, I made the choices that were best for me. When I got married, then I started making choices that were best for us. Then I had kids and now I'm making choices that are best for the family. If I'm making choices that are in line with what I think is important in the world, then that's a successful life. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends or let me know at wworkwisdom at gmail.com.